Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. Yeah, Mr. Chaos, boot to the face, let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hatin', homie. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Boot to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that Competition is missing, you know they died off Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go Another episode right now, start the show This is another episode of Boot to the Face A special edition with the British Amazon, Heidi Katrina How's it going? (laughs) Hi What do you like to go by, Heidi or Katrina? Uh, Heidi. Okay. So, how's it going? Yeah, good, thank you. Finally get to do this. (laughs) It is. It's a a pleasure. So, tell uh, the listeners where you're from, a little bit about you. Okay, so I'm from Britain, from England, London, Essex, originally. Um, Somehow, I ended up in the United States via Japan, so there's a lot to get through. Oh, Japan. Wow. Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, uh, I don't know, I better just start from the beginning, eh? <laughs> right, okay. Um, so, yeah, obviously, I'm from Britain. Like, I started training in England. Obviously, I was trained by Robbie Brookside, Marty Jones. And then um, I got asked to go to Japan, like, about four or five years ago. And I was only supposed to be there for three months. And then apparently they loved me. So I ended up staying there for almost, like, yeah, four years, pretty much. Oh, three wow. and a half, four years. Uh, I moved to all different companies, like, all over Japan. And then I kind of made a name for myself. And then I sort of uh, left Japan. Just I wanted a bit of a change, really. Um, and then I went to America, Canada, all the rest of it. So, yeah, that's basically where I am now. I'm just kind of in America, kind of aiming to do the same type of thing that I did in Japan, but in the United States. So before we get to the United States stuff, what got you into wrestling? Yeah, so um, I wrestled, I guess, like everyone does. I watched it when I was younger. Uh, me and my brother used to <laughs> used to wrestle each other. <laughs> that was awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, you wouldn't even believe it, obviously, how big I am. But, like, I used to, uh, you know, like the cushions from, like, a sofa or something. So, like, we used to, like, stack them up really high, right? So it was, like, the turnbuckle or something, like the top turnbuckle. That's and just dive onto each other like it was so ridiculous and like we're talking like I must have been like eight years old like so that was like watching WCW so that was like my first 
like kind of whoa like, you like yeah. wcw yeah so it was on i remember it literally literally I yes i was in school right and on a friday night okay this is where it all started my brother was watching wrestling and i've come in the living room and i'm like what is that and i sat down and then i remember seeing also another saturday he was watching it and china just picked up I think it was, uh, I don't know who it was, just picked up this dude and just threw her over her head. And, and then, like, she was, like, the international champion. I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so funny. So you go to Japan and you stay there for four years. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really funny because all my friends were like, uh, why don't you tell me you were leaving? Like, oh, just leave, yeah? I was like, well, it was only supposed to be a three-month tour, you know? But then I ended up staying, and, you know, I love Japan, so why not? How's the food in Japan? I love the food. I literally love everything about that place. Like, I Really? Can... Yeah. <laughs> I've never been. I'm, I'm scared of airplanes, for one. And for two, <laughs> I have a palate of a child. Like, I only like chicken tenders and stuff like that. So. <laughs> yeah, you'd be screwed. <laughs> i've eaten stuff that i don't even know what it is like you know yeah. see that i can't do if i don't know what it is i will not eat it if it looks like <laughs> something i don't know i don't know i i definitely wouldn't be able to do that i couldn't survive i hear they got mcdonald's over there though so it's oh all... my god their mcdonald's is just so delicious like it's not even like mcdonald's here it's just like such quality food and like, i've got to say while we're on the topic that their toilets are just the most immaculate places <laughs> Like, a gas station toilet, like, you could literally eat your dinner off of the floor. Like, it's spotless. spotless. I'm, I'm laughing because a lot of people in the wrestling community go to uh, Wrestle Kingdom. And that's yeah. all they talk about, is how oh, toilets are crazy over the future, there. future, literally. Like, you've no idea. Like, you, it just just makes you feel, like, special. Like, you walk up into a... <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I'm a lady, but I've got to tell you. Like, you know, the door just opens up on its own, right? So already, like, this is this is cool, right? The door just doo, opens. And then, like, this, like, realm, just, like, all this steam. And it's just, like, amazing. And then everything's electronic. And it's just, like, oh, God, it's so cool. Like, it sounds like a sauna. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, like, coming out of space. Like, obviously, some of them are quite traditional. And I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to go into detail with that. But... Everybody, you you will understand. Trust me. Everybody always talks about the toilets because they just are immaculate, really. Okay, so yes. pros, pros of Japan: the toilets, <laughs> cons, the food. All right, I'm I'm making a list now. List Everything. VI. The culture, the life, the vibe, the energy. Like, oh god, I wish I could explain it. Like, I love Japan. How was the wrestling over there? Oh god. Do you know what's really funny? I've always loved Japan and it just so happened that like I ended up being brought there for my job, which is wrestling, so it was double as cool. And it was just the wrestling is just on another level. Like it and it we, it means something to everybody. Like it's not even just normal society, like normal people, like everybody knows wrestling. Like it's a national sport there. Like pro wrestling is it's highly respected, you know. I kind of wish that it had the exact same kind of like like stardom as the rest of the world but over there like everybody's just like whoa you know it's we're cool. assholes over here so i mean everyone's like oh yeah it's not real i'm like oh. yeah i know we 
We're different breed <laughs> over here in America. With people, like literally. <laughs> so when did you come to America? You said you were in Japan for four years and you came here when? Yes. Yeah, so actually, like I left last year, so it's coming up to a year. Here and there, like I've not just stayed here, I've been all over the place. But like I left Japan for like something new and came over to here. And yeah, I've just kind of been working in the Midwest uh, and that kind of region, really coming back and forth to Britain and stuff. I'm waiting for my next tour. I was supposed to be in Japan uh, throughout Christmas in like October time, but something came up. So I'm going to be going there like eventually in the next couple of months, hopefully. Right. Um, so I saw you live here in Georgia the night Jericho and all of them invaded uh, (laughs) Southern (laughs) Honor and I posted a picture and everybody was like, so who's who's the person next to Jericho? Did they like kick a lot of ass? And I was like, actually, yeah, they did. They were like one of the stars of the show. And so um, how was that as far as take me a little bit behind the curtain. Did you know they were going to be there? Obviously you knew something. Um, and how was the interaction with Jericho and Cody and Omega and all of them? Were they what you thought they would be? Or I mean, I know, like, I, I talked to Jericho. I know of Jericho. I know him. Like, we were in a, we're kind of friends in a way, really. We kind of met in Japan, all those lot are from Japan, really. Like, you always end up crossing paths with people, like, when you're over there, like, as foreigners in that land. So I kind of knew them. I know them from Japan. And they're just great people, like... The show was unbelievable. Uh, Jericho recommended me, brought me in. He's awesome. Like, I mean, I don't know if you remember the show, but it was just mind-blowing. Like, yeah. everything came together. The crowd was just so surprised that all the boys were there. And it was just awesome. I love what they've done there at Southern Honor, and I love what they do um, at AEW as well. I just think it's a great product, what they're producing. You know, it's just such an exciting time to be a wrestler. You know? that, that was actually my first see I live <laughs> I live probably 20 minutes from where they do that at and I had no clue it was going on and a couple guys in podcasting told me about it and they're like look we're trying to get a thousand people come out there so that was my first time going and I've been back almost every month since then because they do it once a month and I haven't seen you there so you need to make that happen yeah uh, everyone it's really funny everyone keeps on asking me about that and everyone literally daily keeps asking me about like why i'm not here what i'm doing this and what i'm doing that and like it's the same answers i give everybody like i'm just focusing on myself building myself like uh as a product and just being the best i can be uh after like reverse culture shock from being in japan for so long like you get used to a certain type of method of like wrestling and way of life if you will and so. toilets yeah you get used to toilets we don't we don't have <laughs> the good ones peasant society where <laughs> i've got to say can i just say quite honestly can i just say one thing right i love your country america it's beautiful but jesus christ i do not want to see what someone else is doing in the cubicle next to me like what, what's with the like with the like door that's like halfway off the ground like i don't want to see your feet dude like nah Wait, like, wait, did you know? It's not like, like that everywhere. Japan, right? Wait for it. In Japan, there's a button that you can press that gives you privacy. Like birds tweet, people sing. Like. To t- oh wow! So you can't hear what's going what? on. With somebody. Talking about toilets. I don't know, but that's that's fantastic. That's hilarious. 
say I'm, this is not like a topic that I like to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't like to talk about the American toilets, Japanese toilets Listen, are fine. Like I come back and I was just like, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, that's kind of weird. That's that's hilarious. So where are you wrestling at now? I see you traveling all the time. Are you just kind of? Yeah, I'm a vigilante. I'm always on the move. Uh, I just go wherever, really. I I wrestle out of state quite a lot. Uh, throughout the last year, I've been wrestling like all over the United States, really, just trying to get out of the mid. Like the Midwest is kind of primarily where I am, and then like obviously the surrounding states. Um, I'm looking to just branch over everywhere this year. That's kind of I've got some stuff. Uh, in the mix which is exciting so just gonna see where that takes me really i really love wrestling in in uh, the usa though i've got to say the crowd is powerful you know right so i see you in the gym all the time yes is that like the only way that people that are in wrestling stay in shape is to basically live in the gym no a lot of people do not go to the gym and they still are epic workers, you know. But for me, like, I'm all about the aesthetic side of things. Like, I'm quite traditional, you know. Like, I remember, like I said to you before, like, I grew up on, like, China and all those lot. And, you know, like, Triple H and things. And they all, they're all in massively good condition, you know. So I always kind of subconsciously took that upon myself. And I guess from a career that I'd, I had before, like I'd, I'd done a bit of modeling and stuff like that. So I've always really looked after myself, like presentation wise. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to wrestling, I just like to be the polished product. Like that's why I put so much work into my body and stuff, you know. I feel like I should be in better shape by how many times I see you at the gym. No, without me even you know working what? out. People think I live there. They, they seem much like, uh, do you live at the gym? I'm like, yes, I live at the gym. Like, come on, dude. Like, I'm just an athlete. Like, it's just in my natural DNA to be an athlete. And I've always been like that, you know? So what are your plans for uh, Mania Weekend? I know you said you're trying to travel and stuff. Are you doing anything down there yet? or? Um, I honestly, I don't really buy into all of that hype. Like, I respect a lot of the, like, everyone that gets into it. But I just kind of do my own thing. If someone, like brings me in or books me in for something then that's great but other than that it's just a normal weekend for me honestly like it never stops for me really you know what are your plans for 2020 if you Uh, could take over the world okay i got you when when you take over the world i need those japanese toilets here in america when you get done (laughs) trust me one of my life goals ready But no, uh, 2020, what what are what do you what goals you got for this year as far as in wrestling? I'm just going to evolve as a person, as a wrestler, as an athlete, as an individual, as a woman, you know, as a human. I'm just I just want to evolve and be the best I can be cuz when when you've got a lot of people that kind of you don't you, you never really realize how many people watch you and look up to you. And even on your darkest days, you're still a light on somebody else's darkness. So for me, that's really hit home. And I, I've kind of realized that I've got to, I've got to do it for everybody else and not just for myself. So, but mostly I just have to really just keep pushing as an individual. And I just want to get to the top of my game and the top of wrestling and the top of everything, really just be the best I can be. If that makes sense. <laughs> and what does the top mean? The top means, I feel in myself like, okay, 
you did what you said you could do. Okay, let's take two seconds to, to give yourself a round of applause. Okay, now on to the next. Because it is very difficult for me to be like, oh, well done, well done. Like, I'm just, I, I'm a perfectionist and I'm always hungry. And even when you reach the limit and the bar, like, there's always a step further you can go. You just always got to stay hungry. And I'm just always hungry. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I don't work out as much as you do, so. <laughs> oh, my God, don't. I haven't worked out. Literally. I'm literally going mad. I haven't worked out since Saturday. No, no, Friday. Because I've got an injury at the moment. And for God's what sake. What happened? I can't... Yeah, it's very silly and embarrassing. So what happened was Let's I heard... talk about it. Yeah, we can talk. I, I actually hurt the right foot. Okay, so let me start from the beginning. I hurt the right foot, right? Really simple little injury on the heel, right? One week. And the next week, I injured the other foot, right? So now I can't walk because I've got no feet. Because I've injured both of them. Because i got right. no feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, obviously I have feet, but you know what I mean? And like, yeah, so like, it's really crazy. So obviously just my luck, isn't it? So, so now I'm, I'm out of action physically, like in terms of walking. But it should clean up pretty quick. Uh, the swelling's going down. It's just driving me mad not being in the gym, you know? So what's the prognosis? How long are you going to be with no feet? Uh, <laughs> um, honestly, like, it's I'm probably, in my in my Heidi estimation, it's probably going to be, like, a good seven days before everything's cleared up. In terms so what did you do? Did you sprain your ankle or something? Or? So, uh, no. So do you know the bone like on the foot, like on the side of the foot? Yes. So I don't know how I managed it, but jumping off of whatever I jumped off of, I managed to hit that tiny little bone on the foot and it just blew up into like this big like balloon. Like my and it's just crazy. Like Yeah. <laughs> and what happened to the other one? The other one's just like, really? The, the the heel the heel's like completely like botched because all my weight has just been on it. So it's fine though. I'm really not one to to moan. In fact, a lot of people don't even know that I'm injured because I just kind of keep it like a low profile when when I'm injured. You know, kind of retreat, if you will. So what have you been doing with your time? Video gaming. I mean, I bloody wish. Obviously, I've been out and about every day out of the house because even though I'm hopping around, I can still go out and about. But I've just been kind of, yeah, just realising that you should definitely not take two limbs um, for granted. That's what I've learned in this process. Yeah. And also that why do I do this as a job? That's also what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> in fact, I do all of these like complex movements, right? I go to the gym like bloody three times a day or whatever it is. And then I jump off the rope one time. I think it was on an axe handle. Really embarrassing. It's not even in that exotic. And then I just hurt myself. So there we go. So. You should do more ankle workouts. <laughs> I know, right? I, I, would, I would be hard on myself because I train my body to protect myself. But how do you train the, the foot bone? I mean, come on, like. Well, in my line of work, I just wear really big boots. That's, right. how, that's how I protect my feet. I wear steel toes. I thought you were going to say, in my line of work, foot bones, they've got to be on point. And I was just like, what? <laughs> well, I mean, I do need my foot bone to work in my line of work. That's well, you need a foot bone. Like, I, didn't, I mean, anyway, that's whatever. So you're not gaming? I see you gaming like all throughout oh, Christmas and when you I went wish. back to England and yes, 
Right, basically, a lot of people ask me this question on a regular basis. I've no idea why. Uh, okay, I love I love retro games. I love video games. I love old school games or whatever else. But obviously, I don't have a console in America. Um, all of the consoles that me and my brother share, they're all kind of in England. So when I get to go back, like, once a year or whenever it is, every couple months or whatever, uh, I get to, like, if I have time, I get to play a little bit. And the reason there was a lot going on at Christmas is because Shemu, obviously you see me talk about it a lot, um, that game is set at Christmas. So it's special for me to play at Christmas. Does that make sense? Yes. Not really, but yes. <laughs> so when I go back to Christmas, obviously it's Shemu because the game is actually set in the Christmas period. So it, may, it all ties up. I get you. A very big com- community behind Shemu, obviously. So, so why like, are you not gaming here? Um, I don't actually have a console here. Like it'd be ridiculous for me to like send all the consoles over here, and I don't. I, I just I try to make my life a video game. You know, that's why I don't really play games that much anymore. Does that make sense? No. Why? <laughs> makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> so that oh matters. You're, I'm telling you, you. You remind me of friends that I have. I feel like we're out yeah, drinking somewhere. At least you've got mates, eh? Yeah. I, <laughs> believe it or not, some of us wrestling podcasters actually know people. Oh, really? They just sit and hide, like in a little. Yeah, room. we're not all like big neck beards with <laughs> in our in our mom's basement. Oh God, don't. <laughs> I have no clue where the rest of this interview is going now. I'm just <laughs> yeah, me and you just chatting. You, you'll you'll find that with me. I literally just you can't get probably can't get a word in. That's I'm, good though. I hope you stay that way when you get when you blow up and become a big star. Don't you change and start acting yeah. all sedity? An Essex, uh, an Essex native. Uh, we always kind of stay the same, you know. Like we're kind of like who's an example will Ospreay is from essex actually from the same place as me and the same wrestling school how weird is that yeah weird so we're from essex and essex people kind of they're kind of like really chatty and really kind of down to earth you know it it comes with the the, uh, (laughs) yeah you're a lot cooler than will Ospreay, though huh you're a lot cooler than will Ospreay. i'm not than will Ospreay. cooler cooler oh sweet (laughs) (laughs) what'd you think i said I don't know. I was just like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> so, serious question: what's what's it? Um, how's it being a woman on the indie wrestling scene? Do you find it more difficult, or with the presence of the women's revolution and all that, is it easier to get work, or is it harder? Um, no, no, no. I honestly, uh, it's always hard being a female in a in a kind of I guess you could say originally a man's world, even though it's definitely not a man's world now. Like women's wrestling is, you know, finally getting the glorification that it deserves, you know, truly deserves. Um, it's always hard to be a woman uh, in this kind of world because obviously you do get like, you know, the ups and the downs of the business, any kind of in- entertainment business. But I'm very, very uh, appreciative that the women's kind of like wrestling is being put into the spotlight now because a lot of people were like kind of because I, I guess we went for a stage where people kind of was just like uh women's wrestling and that upsets me obviously you know as a woman as an athlete so now that it's been kind of skyrocketed and 
I want to say uh, made popular again, even though it never really went unpopular to people that get wrestling. <laughs> um, does that make any sense? Yes. Yeah. So I'm actually really happy that it's finally getting um, its. I don't know, just the respect that it deserves, you know, yeah. and also it's it's hard for us girls, you know. I feel like. So if you could pick one wrestler in the world now to wrestle with, who would it be? Just a match, uh, my, not like a long program and all that. Just like I want to fight this person one on one and see what happens. Okay, my dream match. Can how many can I pick? You can pick as many as you want. We got all night. Well, not all night. I got to go feed my kids soon. <laughs> <laughs> we got all night, except we don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> only, only one person I will choose uh, for my dream match, and that's Kota Ibushi. Obviously, I would wow. love to wrestle that guy. Yeah, I think it would be awesome. Oh, wow. I didn't expect you to pick a man. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, I love Japanese wrestling and obviously living there. I went to see all the guys wrestle live all the time. Right. I was mesmerized. You know, Kenta is also another guy that I'd like to wrestle. But Kota Ibushi is definitely number one on my list in terms of dream matches. You know, that's fantastic. It's random, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's very random, but I, I, uh, I'm not a big New Japan guy. I watch all the Wrestle Kingdoms and all that. But Ibushi is one of the guys that I, last year for Mania we went to New York and saw him live for the first time, and it's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of decided that he was going to be like my dream match the first time I saw him, which was I went the first time I went to Japan. Uh, my sponsor was like, "Oh, Heidi, come to show." I was like, "Awesome, let's go." What is it? He's like, "Oh, it's Wrestle One show," and I'm like, "That's back when he used to wrestle for like Wrestle One and all that." And I remember seeing him, like I remember I didn't know I was with someone else at the minute, and uh, at that time, and we were watching it. And uh, I saw this guy, and he was walking on on top of the uh, the balcony ledge, and I'm like, "Who's this Is guy?" Is it Sting? And uh, huh? Was it Sting? No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, and then he's walking on the ledge, and he just he moonsaults off of the third story of the balcony in this arena, and this is the first time I've ever been to a show in Japan, and I'm just like, "Who is that?" And then I saw him wrestling, and I was like, that guy's crazy. He's awesome. And I love people that don't have any fear. Like, they they don't exhibit any fear in the ring. When I see, like, a, a wrestler, that, that pulls me in, you know? I don't know what? why. So, all time, who's your favorite wrestler, male and female? Oh, it'd be difficult to pick, really. Um, I'd say, like, I've got so many, I couldn't pick... You gotta pick one. Just doing one. Um. Oh God, I don't know. Honestly, it's too difficult. I'd say the biggest, the person who's had the biggest influence on on me is it's got to be China. She's she changed the game for me. You know what I mean? Like she did. She Mm -hmm. she was basically what every what every girl really needed back then. Like right. this strong, powerful woman that can do exactly what the guys can do. Like she wasn't a female champion of WWE. She was the intercontinental championship. There was no gender involved. She was it. And that for me is just cool. You know. I didn't know you were old enough to watch China back then. Yeah, everyone like um I mean, everybody knows China anyway, but not that I'm going to say how old I am. 
I'm fine. Well, I'm... <laughs> Hopefully, I still look like I'm in good nick, so that's all right. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, okay. So that's British. I'll teach some words. That's British for like, you're in good shape. You're in good nick. Yeah, he's in good nick. She's good in good nick. I'm going to start yeah. saying that to people and not tell them what the hell I'm talking about yeah, when I say it. Leave it. And, yeah. and they're like, who's nick? It's like, what? dude, I'm in a horrible nick right now. No, like, don't what? say that. People look at you weirdly. Like, who's this guy? <laughs> Who's Nick? <laughs> so your favorite wrestler's China. Who's your favorite wrestler going right now besides you? I love watching, um, like I said before, I love watching Kenta and I love watching Marafuji. Uh, these are all Japanese guys, obviously, if you are familiar with Noah. Um, I like NXT. I like watching all the guys coming through, doing their stuff there. Um, in terms of like, how can I say? So I want to say Kurt Angle was actually one of the one of my favourites from when I was growing up. Like I just really, really liked his his ability of like just he just generally like he's such an underrated worker. I feel like yeah, he was. I mean, I'm not a wrestler, but from somebody that's been watching for so long, Kurt Angle was one of the most legit like ass whooping wrestling yeah. he would play around and make jokes and all that but when the bell yeah. rang he but was when push the... come to shove that right. guy can tie you in knots and bows and god knows what and right. I, I i liked that about him that he was the whole product you know the finished product like he was polished head to toe and like i aspire to be that you know so um, go well, ahead oh no i was just gonna say like i like a lot of the british uh, the British traditional um, chain wrestlers um, that you'll see, like World of Sport type guys as well. Like I watch a lot of that stuff, you know, when I'm thinking of like transitions and stuff, you know. So if somebody was to never have seen one of your matches and they go to YouTube, what's the match they should pull up? Oh, gosh, none of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh I don't know really there's a lot there's a lot um there's a lot of weird stuff on there there's a lot of good stuff there's a lot of not so good stuff there's I don't know, there's a mix of everything i would probably pull up some of the stuff that i've done in atlanta at the minute i'd say that always goes plain sailing um atlanta i know that place. Yeah, i've actually worked a lot in atlanta over the last uh, year like there's a lot of stuff. I'm not sure if it. There's a lot of stuff that's not on on YouTube. Like people just keep keep the footage, and uh, it will be eventually surfaced. But so, where do you wrestle in Atlanta besides Southern Honor? Um, so I wrestle for a company called UCW. Mm-hmm. So they they always have like quite quite massive shows with quite big talent on there. Um, really? so that's kind of like. It's like Atlanta, South Carolina, all those kind of surrounding kind of areas. I'm really not good, 100% perfect on my geography with America. So, but I do understand that that's the surrounding states, like Atlanta, all those lot, uh, all the other ones. <laughs> I'm in Atlanta, and I don't even know half the companies that are around here. Like I said, I I just found Southern Honor like a year ago. Yeah, there's a lot of like kind of. I mean, it's not just Atlanta. There's a lot of like. Um, promotions like in that kind of area. I mean you know you know what it's like. I mean maybe you don't. There's there's wrestling everywhere. Like in the right. cracks, in the crevices, like it's what crazy. the hell are we talking about now? <laughs> Sorry, I'm really British. 
<laughs> sometimes I forget how British I am and then I end up talking. And then people, American people look at me like, what the hell are you talking about? This happens to me on a regular basis. Like, it happens to me too, but I am American. There so we go. It happens to the best. Yeah. <laughs> Once I get a little whiskey going, I just start running off at oh, the yeah? mouth. You I never just, know what will come out. <laughs> never know. My wife will look at me like, yeah, my wife looks at me like, what the hell are you talking about? So you still haven't given me a match. What what match should I look up if I've never seen a British Amazon match? Is that still your nickname? Yes. Um, I wouldn't even know. I'm trying to think. Um, you can just look at some Japan stuff, maybe. You can look at some DDT stuff. The matches I've done in DDT were bloody hilarious. Oh, my God. So funny. So when you were here, the one that I saw... You were a bad guy, and you were talking shit to people like the entire yep. time in the middle of the match. And I was like, I was like, I love that. <laughs> and then I watched um, like a couple months later. It was some internet pay per view thing that I got for free, and I watched. And you were babyface, but you were still kind of doing it. So which one's your favorite? Do you like you like sucking up to the crowd, or you like talking shit to them? Sucking up to them. Oh, I don't like sucking up to anything or anyone, but. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, oh, it's difficult. Yeah, it's got to be. It's it's got to be Hill. I, I I just I'm a natural villain, you know. You know. You don't look I like can't... a villain. Do I not? Oh. You look like you would help me with directions if I was lost. What? Would... Yeah, I'd send you off a cliff or something. Oh, that's 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 bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, like when when it comes to it, like obviously, like in the gym, I've got like resting, you know bitch face as it were so i call it my resting gym face like so that's kind of what i am when it when it comes to fighting you know like even when i'm a baby face i'm still a bit cheeky do you know what cheeky means i do Shackles. not but i would love for you to explain it to me oh uh, do you know what I, if i had a pound or a dollar but every time i had to explain this to somebody there's no direct com- like <laughs> your face there's no translation right hold on i'm gonna try my best okay right so like it means like naughty a bit adventurous a bit sassy a bit bit you know like a bit cheeky you know okay i got you mischievous a bit mischievous a bit naughty a bit like friendly a bit cheeky a bit smiley i keep saying cheeky <laughs> yeah the definition for cheeky is cheeky <laughs> literally doing that now next person's ask me and they will ask me right i'm like no cheeky means cheeky see you later that works that works i'll ask alexa when this is over it's a done deal that's (laughs) (laughs) so anything you want to plug or whatever before we get out of here social media anything coming up (laughs) Hmm? it's been an absolute pleasure well i had fun i enjoyed it took forever but we finally got it done um it's probably one of the funniest interviews i've ever done (laughs) which is good maybe you can be a regular on here yeah that'd be awesome just give you like my updates of life you know when you're not hobbling around on no feet yeah and not being cheeky what else did i learn today you could teach you could teach the boot to the face listeners different british words like Oh my god, we need to have a show. Heidi's British words. You're welcome. 
I mean, I'm, I've already written it down, and it's like a it's a quarterly, a year thing. So you get the oh words together. I was literally, I was on the plane the other day teaching my whole plane, like, words in British. Because you know what happens, don't you? Someone always talks to me. And I, I try to lay low like this. Oh, my God. Somebody will always want to talk. And at first, I'm like, oh, come on. I've just had a 13-hour bloody plane. And then a, four, and then a fit, like, eight-hour wait. The last thing I want to do is chin wag with someone in the dark on a plane. But, God, do you know what? Sod it. I'll have a chat. And then I end up chatting. And then the whole plane chats to me, and I don't know how I end up doing this. I'm the same way. See, I'm like a yeah. bald black guy, and I'm like, all right, if I just don't smile, nobody's <laughs> going to want to talk to me, right? But yeah. it's always the exact opposite. I like know. Some 60-year-old white dude's like, hey, how's it going today? Hey, Ask me about the weather and all kind of shit like that. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to people today. I just want to get in, get my stuff from Walmart, and go home. And I everybody know. wants to talk to me. I literally sometimes wish, I don't know if I should even, like, you, you, you should be careful what you wish for. But sometimes I literally just want to be invisible. I just want to do my stuff and get back. And there's no, you know, I, I want to look, whatever. And I don't I don't want any hassle, you know. You can't be invisible. That's impossible. <laughs> well. <laughs> Unless you're in Japan in one of those toilets that's got the Tweety the, Bird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's really weird when someone's left it on and you and you and you're coming through the subway and you come in and you can hear I'm like and then they're all going off and I'm like, what is going on right now? Like I cannot take this, okay? Two o'clock in the afternoon, there's there's all this noise from the toilet, like birds and stuff. Like I just I need I can't take it. I'm gonna title this episode Japanese Toilets with the British Amazon. Oh my god. I sound like a prude, right? But I am a prude. I feel like toilets are important and Japan they just oh god, they changed the game, really. They changed the game. So what's next? What we got going on coming up and Well, I'm just kinda gonna see how my foot pans out really. Which one? Uh well, <laughs> the left one. <laughs> right one's alright. <laughs> I know it's so disgusting. Like my feet is like oh my, my my feet are actually very immaculate. I like to keep my feet immaculate, but nothing I can do. I've got really swollen foot, so just got these things happen. You know, you just got to ride it out. Comes with the job criteria, you know. So tell everybody where they can find you on social media. <laughs> well, it's always fun and games if you follow me. Um, I have a question before you do that. Did somebody steal your name on Twitter? Uh, no, why? Because you have two A's on your name at oh. the end of it. Um, actually, uh, the A is actually my surname, so uh, my family name. So my first name's Heidi Katrina, and my last name starts with it, an A. It starts with A. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's okay. kind of why. But also, I think someone did actually take Heidi Katrina. So I don't know who they are. <laughs> Probably living their life unknowingly. <laughs> So where can people find you on social? Yes. So you can find me on Twitter at Heidi Katrina. Can you say that again? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like skimmed past it. I was like, is he going to notice that I don't pronounce T's? Oh, we can we can save that for the episode of, Hi- of spelling with Heidi. Or what, was it? Did we come <laughs> yeah. up with? what did we come up with? Heidi's English words. Yeah, Heidi's British words. There we go. Uh, British Heidi. British Heidi. 
British words with piety. There we go. Rolls off the tongue. Um, what did you even ask me? Your social media. Oh, yeah. Now you have to say it again. <laughs> okay, so my Instagram is at Heidi Katrina, two A's. And uh, Twitter, the same thing. There you go, you got it again. Two A's at the end. Heidi Katrina on Facebook. Even though that's, oh God, more hassle than it's worth. <laughs> Do you want people friending you on there? <laughs> so the thing is, it obviously did actually start as like my friends and family on there, which, you know, I love very much. And then it kind of branched into wrestling people and then it branched into promoters and then it advanced into fans. So now it's kind of like a, a fan base type profile that I've got going. So you're so friends with all your friends and whatnot on Oh, that's cute. All of them. You get like a little, you get like with me, you get like, you get a couple stripes. Okay. Like if you're going to start sending me weird stuff, then you're out. But if you're going to, you know, just be pleasant and everything's really positive and everyone's enjoying wrestling and just enjoying the like, the life, the life that's happening around you, that's fine. But if you're going to start being weird and stuff, that's when I start deleting people. Don't talk to my family either because that's a big no-no. Oh, wow. People do that? <laughs> Yeah, I really don't like it. And bless my mum. She's so sweet. She's like, Heidi, who's this? I'm like, no, mum, do not talk to that person. They're a fan. Like, don't speak to them. Don't con... Like, you know, do you know what I mean? People really do that. Yeah. I mean, they. Do, I think they don't, like, directly message my family. But, you know, um, obviously, like, there's, there's fans that will... <laughs> you know what they're like. They get really endorsed in, in, it, in it, you know, which I That's love. Me. That's a good word. I call it creepy. <laughs> I mean, you get you get the creepy people, you get the nice people, you get the normal people, and whatever. But it's the same with everything. So it's the nature of the beast, isn't it? Yeah, we're we're definitely gonna have to do a a vocabulary show because you're being very polite about it. Yeah, you've got no idea. Have you got any idea what I'm talking about? I, I haven't been too British, have I? No, you're good. You're good. I understand what you're talking about when you're talking about the fans, though. That's that's yeah. weird. But you know, whatever. You get some weird stuff, but I'm sure you know that everyone gets weird stuff in wrestling. <laughs> I got a message the other day, which I I was like, hey, that's not fair. Like, come on, the universe is this a joke? That someone sent me a message going, can I do you sell pictures of your feet? I was like, listen, all right. Can they do what? Consider <laughs> something about my feet, and I was like, I'm injured. You're like my feet are swollen. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that's uh that's different that's why the real Heidi doesn't answer questions like <laughs> that's that's very different uh, I don't even know down. where to go after that that's <laughs> the filter comes down and you've got to be professional you know what's the weirdest message you've gotten oh god you don't even want to know trust me <laughs> I do want to know I just asked I think uh I think, I, let me just have a look at my phone. I literally had something really weird the other day. It made me laugh. You don't have to tell me who it was. Oh, no. I'm not going to call anybody out. I mean, it, t- at, the thing is, right? She's like, get people, to the face. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people moan, right? And and that's fine. Like, it's all right. Like, if people want to, like, get, get it out of the system, like, having a little moan and stuff about fans and stuff. Do you Does know that mean, like, like, bitching and complaining? Like, not so much that, but, like, Obviously, you are going to get weird fans because we're in the entertainment business. Like, you're going gonna to get, like, obsessive people because you've got to think back to, like, when you, you like, say, like, you like a favourite 
artist or something and, and you get obsessed with him or whatever like you know and, and then you start like ah oh, like kind of putting them on a pedestal and it, it kind of has the same concept you're open to criticism when you're a, a public figure so the weirdest question I've probably got was something about someone putting me in a like a uh, do, do, can you what was it shall i read it out is that bad you can say whatever you want it's uncensored <laughs> oh i know i'm I'm being very well behaved <laughs> hold on a minute let me try and find it it was it was funny it did make me laugh um oh do you know what i can't even find it. i think i delete it here we go here's one um it's a cliffhanger Okay, this is not the weirdest I've got, but this is just why... What, the latest. This is, this is latest. So I got a question going. Um, something... He's asking me, like, if I do private mixed wrestling sessions, which is pretty, like, sketchy anyway. So I just thought humor him. I'm like, okay, yeah, what do you want? Um, and he sends me this really weird video of, like, a woman strangling a guy... Uh, weirdly with her legs and then he's like i want to do that with you i want to feel your reverse head scissor until i pass out i was like uh okay block <laughs> like, like, that's good to know like for me it never goes any further like i don't need to send block. a message and shut them down i don't need to do anything like for me i'm just not that kind of person like i, lo- I look at it i take it in for a second and i let it go and i move on like people can say whatever they want about me good or bad like everyone's allowed to speak and have their opinions so if you want to be creepy be creepy but it's not going to get you anywhere so whatever does it make sense it i'm kind of chill about that kind of thing like obviously you get whatever you get because we're in the public eye but I'm, i never really take it further than the message like it's forgotten with you know how long has this go. been here i didn't see that uh, about two hours really <laughs> yeah so obviously i got bit, i got a bit bored um and sometimes like if i'm especially if i'm cutting i'm, I'm trying to like i'm on a diet at the minute so, like especially if i'm like oh what oh you make me sick <laughs> No, I make myself sick. I You're mean, like the size of my phone. No, I'm not. That's what you think. No, I literally, I need to like, you know, I need to get shredded. Like, it's been Christmas for too long in, in my books, really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been eating whatever I can because your food is so damn good. Oh, gosh. oh, the food's good, but the toilet sucks. So it, it's good <laughs> going in, but it sucks coming out. No, the toilets are fine. That was disgusting. I know, right? I, I, I'm ashamed of myself. We don't talk about what happens in the toilet. We just talk about the toilet, okay? That's that's how I operate. Well, listen, you didn't give me the rules before, so I, I don't know what <laughs> yeah, the hell's going on anymore. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know. That's that's what the TV show or the monthly show is going to be about. Cheeky <laughs> yeah. and what was the other one? Nick. I did, wait, and I'll just go and... Uh, <laughs> Just inspect bathrooms. No. <laughs> you need a show where you go around and you just talk to random people and say British <laughs> stuff to them and see if they can understand what the hell you're talking about. Oh my god, I'd be like the perfect salesman. Like, have you thought about electronic toilets? Like, 
<laughs> I just pull out this brochure of like really like retro like futuristic toilet and they're like uh yeah we may have to put this episode on YouTube so everybody can see your facial expressions when you're talking about this <laughs> you see my like demonstrations of when I explain shapes that's fantastic well listen I appreciate you coming on I know we've been trying to do this for a while it's and been I a lot of fun Sorry. I'm, everyone's always trying to get me. I'm really slippery. <laughs> it's, we're going to leave that one alone. We're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Just leave it. Leave it. <laughs> no, well, Heidi Katrina, the British Amazon. It's, I'm Chris Rucker. This has been Boot to the Face, a special interview episode. Peace. It's good.